0: Good morning. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Would you do that? Everybody remain standing. Let's give the Lord praise in the house this morning. Wow. What a, what a, just remain standing just a moment. What an honor to be in the house of the Lord. Not just to be here, but to know that he's here. Amen. And I just, I'm telling you, when they were singing that song, nothing's impossible. I just got in my spirit this morning. I just want you to know that whatever you brought in the house this morning, whatever is going on in your mind and your heart, he is here and there is nothing that he cannot do. He can fix it before you leave the building. If you believe that, put your hands together this morning. Amen. Just an honor to be in this house, and I'm not going to go into a, a lot of history, but there's a lot of history with our families here, and it's all good. But to be with uh, Pastor JC, and I know he's away today. would love for him to be here. Just love him and appreciate him. And uh, just a lot of stuff I won't talk about. But the boss is here. Miss Kimberly is here. So, hey, everything's all right. <laughs> and I just love them. And uh, Pastor Allen Valerie, our, our histories go way back, growing up over in South Carolina. So I'm just not some guy just rolling in here today. deep history here and it's all good thank the Lord for what's happening in this house I want to share a story with you this morning just remain standing a real simple simple story from Luke chapter 19 I want to talk to you today about Zacchaeus we grew up singing that song in children's church we heard about it but it's something that's been in my spirit today that I want to share with you now you should be feeling good today you got an extra hour Okay, maybe you're not feeling good today. I feel better, all right? And it's going to be a good day, but I want to share this with you. Let's read together. Luke chapter 19, beginning verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. And when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people, here's a key verse, all the people saw this and began to mutter. Let me paraphrase. They began to gripe, complain. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. How dare the Son of God go to the house of a sinner? How dare he? Let me sidebar. Who were these people griping and complaining? The religious people. The religious people. The greatest threat to Christianity in America is not Islam, any of the other religions, The greatest threat to Christianity in America and the world is religion. It is religion. Religion has no relationship with the man Jesus Christ. That's the issue. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him today, salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of abraham for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost bow your heads father we love you thank you for the wonderful opportunity of just being in your house today thank you we're alive thank you we can come into this house and we know that you're here we feel your presence in these next few moments let your word be strong Let it accomplish the purpose for which it is spoken. And Lord, I pray this morning, there are people who come into this house thinking their situation is impossible. That you don't even know they're here. You don't even know what's going on in their heart. Already, the Holy Spirit has made us aware that nothing's impossible with you. Nothing's too hard for you. And let faith arise in their heart and in their spirit that like Zacchaeus, they can... See you today in Jesus name we ask it Now before you sit down turn to the person next to you and say that our sleep did you wonders Time is measured, there are words for time. One of those is chronological, the word chronological. We understand that. There are 24 hours in a day except yesterday when there were 25 hours. But you're going to give it up in the spring. And this time change just messes everybody up. But there's seven days in a week, 365 days in a year, and on and on and on. That's chronological time. That's how we measure it. But there's another word called kairos, and what that is, it describes the circumstances that is going on in conjunction with the chronological time. You and I, men and women, next Sunday, Pastor JC is going to bring you a great prophetic message, and it will be a kairos word because it will describe what is going on in our world right now. And these are days, men and women, when you and I are privileged to live in the fulfillment of this book, the end of all time, the end of the age. Now, I don't know when Jesus is coming, but I do know this, it's real soon. I do know that he's coming. Now, the secular world, they're going to miss it. Whatever you like to inject your brain with, 24-7 news channel, they're going to miss it. But the church, the believers, people who know this book, he said, I wouldn't have you ignorant. I want you to know what's going on because he didn't want it to catch us like a thief in the night. Jesus is coming. It's a Kairos moment that you and I are living in. We've had Kairos moments in our own personal life. I've had those. A Kairos moment when I got married. I'll never forget that. My wife won't let me forget that. just goes with the territory and. I love her, she loves me, and a couple of things she always tells me before I preach and she's not able to be here today, just keep it simple. Don't, don't preach hard. I, I can get passionate when I preach, and keep it short. But she's not here today. <laughs> Other moments we remember. I remember when our children were born. What a great moment that was. But even greater than that was when the grandchildren came. We don't have many grandparents here. When the grandchildren came, we go, thank you, thank you. Listen, having grandchildren is payback for just having your kids. There are moments like that in life that, that just makes a difference. And Zacchaeus was one of those guys who was having a moment. We've heard the story. He was a wee little man and a... Choir's over here. Everybody over here's got laryngitis. So he climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. Here's some things about Zacchaeus that you need to know. He worked for the Internal Revenue Service of the Roman Empire. Nobody liked him. Zacchaeus sent out a friend request on Facebook. Nobody wanted to be his friend. Not only did he collect the taxes, but the Bible says he was a cheat. Not only did he collect them, but he cheated people out of money. Nobody wanted to be with him. You don't even want to hang around the IRS. You don't even want to go to lunch with him, let alone somebody that you know is cheating you out of money. And so here's this Zacchaeus guy, a tax collector of the Roman Empire, but something happened in his life. He heard one day that this man Jesus was coming through his town he's on his way to Jerusalem where he would give his life for us but Zacchaeus heard some things that Jesus had been doing he'd been changing people's lives he'd been healing people he he, he, it was amazing what had happened And, and what was going on people wanted to see him the Bible even said they would just hang on every word he would say. Wherever he went, he drew a crowd. And Zacchaeus wanted to see him. Here's what I believe was going on the Holy Spirit was talking to this sheep named Zacchaeus. The Holy Spirit was talking to him, and he was saying, The Holy Spirit was saying, Zacchaeus, the man who can change your life. The man who can turn your life around is coming by your city. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand that that we just do not come to him? That, That in our minds, the Bible said that we're like sheep. We've gone astray. We would never have found the Lord Jesus Christ had it not been for the work of the Holy Spirit illuminating our minds and drawing us to him. Zacchaeus heard that Holy Spirit speaking to his life. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Zacchaeus made up his mind. I'm gonna go see. I wanna see him. I wanna see what it's about. But Zacchaeus had an issue. He was short. He was small. And the crowd was gonna be massive. How was Zacchaeus gonna see this man Jesus? How was he gonna get through the crowd? He, he, it was, it was going to be massive. Here's, here's the way in my mind I kind of like to think of it. If you've taken your children or your grandchildren to Disney World, can I see your hands? All right, great. You're going to get this. All right, you're at Disney World. It's 1,000 degrees. You're breathing water. They call it humidity, but it's water. It's 100% every day of the year. You're carrying your kids. You're in a strollers. They're screaming their heads off. They're miserable. You're miserable. You're bankrupt. (laughs) And you're pushing them. You're going to enjoy this trip. I brought you here. Learn to love it. But there's one moment, if you can just survive to one moment, and that is the parade at 3 o'clock. If you can get a spot and see Mickey and Minnie, just one glimpse of Mickey and Minnie, it's all worth it. And then your wife looks to you and says, go get us a spot. Been there, done it. There's only 10 of us. Go get all of us a spot. Sure. So what you do is this. You find a place that's already got a barrier, okay? I did this some True story. There's a, That's a trash can. Just pretend that's a trash can. And so I found a spot. And so what do you do? You know everybody's crowding in. Your crowd hadn't got there yet. So you position yourself between the trash can and you spread out as far as you can spread out. Holding a spot and daring anybody to get in your space. And you just... This is the situation Zacchaeus finds himself in. The crowd is massive. They've all heard about this Jesus and what he's doing. Zacchaeus' issue, he was short. What's he going to do? Listen, men and women, every one of us who came in the sanctuary this morning, we have issues. I have issues. And the question when you have an issue is this, when it comes to our relationship with the Lord, your issue will do cause you to do one of two things. Number one, you will say my issue is too deep, it's too hard, it's been going on too long, there's nothing that this Jesus can do about it, I'm not gonna press in to see him. Or you will do like Zacchaeus did and you will reposition yourself that you can get to where he is, that you can get to where you can see him, that you can get a glimpse of him And so what did Zacchaeus do? Zacchaeus made up his mind that his issue was not too difficult. It was not too hard. And what he decided to do, he decided to reposition himself that he could see Jesus. So what did he do? Little Zacchaeus decided that he would climb a tree. Turn to your neighbor and say, go climb a tree. You've been wanting to tell them that for a long time anyway. Get the picture. Here's Zacchaeus, the little tax collector. He didn't have on pants. The dress was different than what we got on. So it was kind of more of a skirt kind of thing. So here he goes to climb a tree. Have you climbed a tree lately? Have you tried that? No. Maybe a deer hunter has got steps going up, but this was rugged, nasty climbing. I haven't climbed a tree since I was a little boy. It's it's hard. It hurts. You scrape yourself. You tear your clothes. You get bloody. And the bad news is if you're fortunate enough to climb the tree, you got to get back down. And you go through it all. But Zacchaeus didn't care. He climbed the tree to see. He knew that the crowd was going to laugh at him. He knew they were going to make fun of Look at the little tax collector going up a tree. Oh, look at that. They all hated him anyway, but he didn't care. He wanted to see Jesus. And the Bible says this, that he saw Jesus coming through the crowd. Look, he wasn't content being on the ground and jumping up and down and just getting a little glimpse He wasn't content with just looking through somebody's elbow and maybe a little crack and and maybe just catch a little glimpse of him. No, he wanted to see all of him. Men and women, there have been days in my spiritual life when I have seen the Lord. As a five-year-old boy in a little church, the same Holy Spirit that spoke to Zacchaeus was speaking to me. He said, I want your life. Surrender your life to me. I didn't even understand it. But I said to those by me, I need to go up there. Where was up there? It was the altar. The altar is the place where the spirit and the flesh collide. And I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. I saw all of him that day, I thought. And for that day, sure, it was a glimpse of all of him. But I saw him again as a teenager when I was going to do something else in my life, and he says, no, I want you to preach my word. I said, yes, Lord, I give you my life. I saw him again. And men and women, there have been times in my adult life where I have had to go back and say, Lord, let me see you again. Let me see you in all of your glory. Listen, I've been serving the Lord a long time, but what I saw when I was a little boy What I saw when I was a teenager is not enough for me today. I want to be like Zacchaeus. I want to see all of him one more time, all of his glory and all of his power. But see, what he did was really an act of humility. Humility. To climb a tree, knowing people are going to laugh at you and make fun of you. Humility. Humility. Let me ask you a question. What is that in today's culture? Humility? Are you kidding? Here's kind of one of my pet peeves. Facebook. Now, I don't, I, I know, just hang on, young men and women. I didn't just land from Mars this morning. I get it. Facebook, TikTok, it's an information tool. I get it. I understand But here's the part. Facebook is all about who? Me. Look where I'm on vacation. Look at my family. Look how great my life is. And I want to go liar, liar, pants on fire. No, you portray an image that everything is all. What is it in the ministry? I just wish one day that we could just be honest I preached like a dog today. It was terrible. I hated it. The people hated it. Just be honest. There's no human. And what we do is when we come into the house of the Lord, we think all of this is about us. Oh, this is. Oh, you're so privileged that I can be at Go Church today. No. Oh, and so the praise and worship team sings, and if they don't sing like you like it, something just gets all over you, and you fuss and gripe. If Pastor JC doesn't preach exactly like you like it, you gripe and fuss and maybe go somewhere. Let me tell you something. This is not about us. It is about the Lord. It is his kingdom. It is his glory. It is his honor that we're here to give him praise. But Zacchaeus humbled himself. And listen, you will never find him until you humble yourself before him. We are nothing without his touch. We are nothing without his blood. We are nothing without his grace. We owe everything we have to him. But when we come and we humble ourselves before the Lord, we will find him in all of his glory. Zacchaeus saw. But not only that, here's what happened. Not only did Zacchaeus see Jesus, but Jesus saw Zacchaeus. Nowhere in Scripture do we see that they ever encountered each other before this. And we don't see they encountered each other after this, except in this story. But look what happened. When Zacchaeus repositioned himself above the crowd, Jesus looked up and did something extraordinary. He looked up and he said, Zacchaeus, if you miss everything I say today, get this. He called him by his name. Here's what I want you to know this morning. He knows your name. He knows who you are. He knows what you're. He knows your issues. He knows what you're going through. He knows the numbers of hairs that that fell out of your head this morning when you combed it. But he loves you and cares for you and receives you just like you are. And there's no issue you have that's too hard for our God. If we humble ourselves, He knows your name. He can never forget your name. He died for you today and loves you more than you can imagine. Come on, put your hands together. And he said to him, come down. Because I'm going to your house. All the religious griping people, all the people that thought they were all that and a bag of chips, I'm not going to your house. I don't care your position, your title. I'm going to... Zacchaeus, the cheat, the tax collector. I'm going to fellowship with him. The beautiful thing about coming to the Lord and how great it is to come to his house, you better come to his house. This is the place where we worship him. But thank God, this is not the only time that I can feel the Lord. When you come to him, there is fellowship with him 24-7. When I get in my car to drive back through Atlanta, regardless of how the traffic is going to be, God help me as I travel through there. God help me every day as I go through there, not to lose my sanctification and everything else that goes with it. But in the middle of all that garbage, the spirit of the Lord that's in this house can be in my car. It is fellowship. It is joy. He's with me everywhere I go. And he can go to your house today. He loves you. He cares for you. But here's what it boils down to. How bad do you want to see him? He said, you'll seek me and find me when you seek after me with your whole heart. Isn't it amazing sometimes to me it seems like he can be hidden from me? That I can't find, Lord, where are you? What? No, but when I reposition myself and move into his presence, when I make myself available to him, I find him. Several years ago, I had gone to a conference and I was coming home and I was hungry, really hungry. So I decided that uh, there was a restaurant near our town, it's my favorite restaurant, and I said, I'll wait till I get there and I'll eat. It was a couple of hours away. But have you ever been so hungry that it seems like that when you're riding down, it seemed like I could smell it coming through the air conditioner. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I drove faster and faster and faster and faster to get to that place. So I finally make it. And I go in, and some of you are probably wondering, what is this? Well, here it is. So I go in and get my favorite food at this restaurant. And this is not snakes. Crispy cone. Yep, yep. Love this place. Let me tell you something, it was tough to get down here with three dozen of these things this morning all in my Jeep, man. But, so I go out to my car and sit down, and I got me some milk. Not this low-fat stuff. You eating Krispy Kreme? Get whole milk, baby. Get it all. Get all the glory. So I go out to my car... They were hot, too. The red light was on. (laughs) And just... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I've got my head down in the box. And about the fourth donut, I started thinking, what if somebody's looking at me? <laughs> I am making an absolute fool out of myself, embarrassing myself. And I kind of just started looking nobody. But you know what? I didn't care because I was hungry and I wanted a donut. And I didn't care what anybody, how many of you would like a donut? Raise your hand. Come on, put it up if you'd like one. Okay, got 11 more. Now, here's the question. What happened to the rest of you? You raised your hand that you wanted a donut. You see, but you weren't willing to reposition yourself to get up and get one. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you got nothing. What is it that talked you out of it? Was you afraid of what somebody else was going to say? Oh, I can't not hold it. I'm not going to embarrass myself and go church getting a donut. Well, you didn't get one. Let me tell you something. The same way it is with repositioning yourself and coming to the Lord. When you don't care what everybody else says and everybody else thinks... Whether it's climbing a tree or getting up and coming to the altar, you'll seek me and find me when you come after me with your whole heart. Did you see who came for the most part? It was the younger generation. Isn't it just amazing that every great awakening and move of God seems to happen with a younger generation because they don't care what the older group thinks. They don't care. They just want a move of God in their heart and in their life, and God pours it out on them. Here's the beautiful thing about coming to the Lord. His box is never empty. It's full every day. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. Great is your faithfulness to us. Oh, God. Everybody stand to your feet right now. If you're comfortable, just lift up your hands and give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name this morning. We honor you. We glorify you. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that is speaking in this place. Men and women who have issues, but Lord, as you have already taken us into the throne room today, nothing is impossible with you. There's no issue that anybody brought in this room today that you cannot fix. You can't. There's nothing you can't do. You know their names, you know every everything about them today and you're here today. You're just waiting on us to reposition ourselves in you. We tried to figure it out in our own minds and in our own hearts. We tried to work it out in our own intellect and we failed. You allowed us to fail. But like Zacchaeus, we can say here and now life changes. You can deliver. You can set free now. Now you can change it. Every head bowed and every eye closed. And you would say with me, I'm not sure of my relationship with Jesus. I'm not sure of my relationship with him. Should, should he come today? I'm not sure I'd be ready to meet him. Would you raise your hand right now? Would you raise it up real high? Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you. Your hands have gone up all over the room. Thank you. Now put those hands down. Others of you would say with me, there are issues in my life that I need Jesus to fix. It may be a family issue, a son or a daughter. It may be a financial issue, but the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you in this house today and you know that he can fix it and you want him to come in and fix it today and you're willing to humble yourself before him today and acknowledging that just just acknowledging is an act of humility would you raise your hand right where you're standing this morning oh wow. yeah yeah hands up everywhere hands up everywhere i'm going to ask the prayer team to come i'm going to ask the prayer team to come nothing's impossible Nothing's impossible, nothing's impossible, nothing's impossible. Now this is what I'm going to ask. And here again, it's just like getting the donuts. You don't care what anybody else thinks or says, but this morning you're not sure of your relationship with Jesus, but this morning you want to be sure of that relationship. Get out of your seat right now and come and stand with the prayer team. We're going to have prayer with you right now. Come on, in Jesus' name. Come on. You raised your hand. You raised your hand. Reposition yourself right now. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming right now. Come on. Come on. Give them Give them a hand clap. Yeah. Give the Lord Jesus. Give the Lord Jesus. Yes. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We reposition ourselves right now. Yes, Lord, we reposition ourselves right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just move in tight. Those of you that come right here, while those are praying, you can pray right where you're standing right now. You can pray right there. Here's what I want you just to know. That if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he died for your sins, that he rose again, you will be saved. It's that simple. It's that simple. I want everybody right now, I want you to pray this prayer out loud. And if you prayed that here at the altar, I want you to say it out loud. I want you to mean it with your heart. Everybody right now, dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you're the son of God, that you died for my sin. Thank you for loving me. And I confess with my mouth that I am a sinner before you. But I receive you right now as Lord of my life. I want to live for you every day of my life. And right now I receive you as lord of my life amen everybody give god praise in the house give him praise